Rising gas prices have thrown off many household budgets in recent months. They've had an even greater effect on commentator Nancy Arany's family. Since the freeze movement in the late 70s, things have mightily changed. Those were the days when my husband would invariably stop the dinner party conversation with his, there are 50,000 nuclear warheads in the world and it would take only one to eliminate New York City, lecture, ensuring our not being invited back. We spent our Saturday afternoons with our kids protesting the launching of yet another Trident submarine while we drove around with bumper stickers that said, think globally, act locally. They were heady times, because we thought we could actually make a difference, change the world. But since then, my husband, the activist, gave up. Until last month, that is. When he finished reading David Goodstein's Out of Gas, The End of the Age of Oil, and now he's in fanatic mode again. There are a trillion barrels of oil left, he begins. The world uses 25 billion a year, and we use 25% of that while we represent only 5% of the world's population, and he's off and running. At dinner two nights ago, a woman said, Oh, I love your necklace. Thank you, I say. I find out she lives in Canada. I'm thinking of moving there, I say. She says, Oh, dear, why? I say, Because I'm terrified of Bush. She says, oh, and we're thinking of moving here because we love him. I gulp and turn to the husbands in time to hear mine say, I think the price of gas should go up, not down. I think it's outrageous that General Motors is boasting that they're going to sell 150,000 Humvees. The man says with a grin, I drive a Humvee. My husband says softly, but we only have a couple of decades of oil left. The wife says, oh, there's plenty in Alaska. I quickly say, the big stone is tourmaline, and the little dangly things are aquamarine, and the gold is 22 carat. What's going to be left for your children, my husband asks wearily. Ah, let them worry about it, the man laughs. At the end of the evening, they say they loved talking to us, and what great senses of humor we have. As we drive home, I ask, were we funny? But my husband doesn't hear me. He is muttering something about no viable alternative energy sources. Maybe all this would be easier if he were joking, but he's dead serious. He doesn't turn on the air conditioner when it's sweltering. He puts on extra layers when it's cold. He trickles the shower water, and he drives a small car. We are mismatched, he and I. During the week when he is away from home, I happily roast in my cabin with the fireplace roaring and the heat up high. The thing is, I'm secretly thrilled that he's back on the social lecture circuit because I admire the hell out of him. If he can reclaim his passion from the old days, the least I can do is try to turn my admiration into action. So this morning I'm skipping my shower. This afternoon I am walking to the post office, and no matter how blistering it gets, I am going to turn air conditioning into sweat equity.